0: Welcome to Cripple and Baldy, a podcast for the rest of us. Uh, yes. Thank
1: you for joining us. We would like to welcome you to sit down, uh, have a drink, smoke a smoke, toke a toke. Talking about the marijuana, in case you didn't get that. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel.
0: That's exactly. Well, I think we need to give ourselves a pat on the back for, like, actually finishing episode one and making another one. Can we just, like, do that really quick? Like, snaps or something?
1: Okay, what about a fart? (laughs) Whatever. Are those bean burritos getting to you? Literally, I don't have extra farts. Like, I feel like that's, like, a stereotype about bean eaters, but honestly... I don't think I'm more gassy than the average person, and I eat copious amounts of beans. Also, it smells like farts. Because you farted? No, because my dog is literally laying on the ground, snoring and farting up a storm. She literally, I have seen her do this multiple times, and it's always hysterical. She has been passed out asleep and then farted. My dog's farts make noise. They're like this... Like, just a little bit of a... I guess you don't need butt cheeks to make a fart noise, which, like, I didn't know that. I thought that the fart noise came from the butt cheeks, but she doesn't have those because she's a dog. So, anyways, she'll fart, and then she'll literally, like, get startled, wake up, and run away. Run (laughs) away. She fucking has Uh, done that multiple times.
0: All right. So, I mean, did you hear Grumpy Cat died?
1: Yes. And it broke my heart.
0: I mean, that was like your spirit animal, right? Is that, is that PC? Can you say that?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know why you say that's my spirit animal. Like, what are you trying to say? That, like, I'm a beautiful midget cat with gorgeous locks and beautiful blue eyes? Then, yeah. I
0: mean, your eyes are brown, right. but yeah.
1: <laughs> Good point. Wow. Ouch. Um, all that <laughs> means is that I am protected from the sunlight, so.
0: So, guess what? I finally bit the bullet and bought a toupee what hey. that's fucking awesome yeah i mean like okay 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 let me let me backtrack a little bit so my hairdresser she has been telling me for a long time she's like you know what you just need to get a tapper you know you're a young girl you're beautiful you know Wait. <laughs> i'm sorry she's literally from jersey okay like she is freaking awesome but she's just like you know there's a place he in town? You just go get you a topper. So um, she talks so like that, like I, that's real. Yeah, no, she straight okay. up, she straight up talks. That is my, um, yeah, my version of her. But uh, so I went to the place that she talked about in town, and they wanted to charge me like fourteen hundred dollars. So that is for a human hair topper, and it is for it to get like, like matched to my bio hair, and then to get trimmed. To, so that it looks more like my actual hair well i that's a lot of money you yeah. know that is just a lot but of money they're
1: expensive that's like how it goes with like um real hair stuff they're just fucking expensive
0: yeah well it's not like a wig so like and i've seen human hair wigs for like 500 dollars, and that's way more hair so like <laughs> riddle me this you know like how's that how's that work so I have been kind of, like, experimenting with, like, um, hair extensions and different, like, hair pieces and stuff for a while. Um, there's a place over by my house where I bought uh, my little ponytail thing for the Lizzo concert a while back. And I went in there, I was kind of looking around, and I was, like, kind of seeing things that were similar to what I was looking for, but I wasn't 100% sure of what I was looking for. They have a huge variety of different things, so... um, I don't know. I went online. So (laughs) I went online and I found this place um, to get one and I ordered it. And they're like, it's going to take like 22 days plus seven days like shipping and handling. It's going to take for fucking ever. But it was only like a little over $200. Well, I was kind of like, this seems kind of sketch. And then I found a place that um, some people that I follow on YouTube um, had referred to. And I was like, okay, well, their prices for this different brand, like, they recommend it, whatever. So I also bought one from there. So I've got two coming. So we'll see. But my point is, buying two online was way cheaper than the one here it was
1: That's why businesses are going out of business, because everybody buys their shit online. What
0: I don't understand is how this beauty supply store was able to, like, have affordable options but like this other place that I went to that my hairdresser recommended was so expensive but they had but they I'm pretty sure because I went to two places I went to that place and I went to another one and they had synthetic options but it was they were just the prices were just astronomical and I'm like I don't think that's were they, right
1: were they astronomical <laughs> ass
0: oh my god ass to ass um. Yeah, so I don't know how it's going to look, but, you know, to be continued on my journey of looking fly. Yeah, because, like, right now, I'm just using this hair fiber powder, and it gets fucking everywhere, and it's so gross. And, I mean, it just... That shit works... Yeah, it kind of helps. It works
1: really well, though. Like, my friend who was, like, confused about when I when I told him about our podcast... Um, uh, he like clicked on your profile and he was like, wait a minute, like she's bald. And I was like, she uses like this powder stuff. And he's like, what? Like people don't understand. They're very confused, but it works. Oh, there's a teacher at my school. He's a man. Um, (laughs) and he uses like that spray stuff, but Mm -hmm. he like puts like a, I don't, he must use like a piece of paper or something because it's a straight line. It's literally a fucking straight line on his forehead. And it looks... He's trying to get them <laughs> it edges. Looks so fucking fake. Like, people talk about it. They're like, so, what's up with his hair? I mean, like,
0: okay, so, like, male hair loss is different than female hair loss. And, like, but, I mean, there's shit you can do, you know? Like, you gotta find out, like, what works for you.
1: Maybe he looks really hot with, like, a bald head. I don't know. I don't she, know this guy. like, could buy a toupee. Like, that'd be a better option than literally... Like, doing a straight line on your forehead with some, like, wet stuff. Like, what if it was raining? That's just going to drip.
0: I always have an umbrella just for this. (laughs) Like, I am not even kidding because, like, here in Tennessee, it rains, like, when it's not supposed to rain. So, I've just gotten to the point where I just keep a tiny one in my purse. I'm always prepared. I mean, I don't want to brag, but I was a Girl Scout.
1: That's amazing. You get me a deal on them cookies. No. Okay. Well.
0: Although I did sell enough cookies one year that I could do like the like sleepover with like the dolphins at SeaWorld, but then I didn't. What? Wait. Why? I sold a. Sh- I don't remember what happened. There, something happened, but like I sold a shit ton. Like when I told you I sold a shit ton of cookies, like I brought it. That is amazing. Like, I honestly am shocked. This is why I wanted to go to school for business, okay? This is why I was interested in getting my MBA, because I was like, oh, yeah, I have this skill set that I don't use. Maybe I should use it to make money, because what if it was money and not cookies?
1: You are literally my hero in so many ways. Not only were you a Girl Scout who won a prize to SeaWorld to swim with dolphins, but also... You were a fucking childhood actor, okay? When you... Oh, my God. <laughs> when you... Let's not bring this up. <laughs> when you told me that you were on the Brady Bunch movie as an extra, I knew it was fate that I met you <laughs> because I was like, I've watched... Child star status. <laughs> Seriously, because I've watched that movie so many times, and I was like, I saw you before I knew you. Fate? You know yes. what's really
0: funny? Okay, okay. So I remember, like, being on the set of that, okay? So I remember some very significant things. One, like, they fed us, and I didn't know what Brussels sprouts were, but I was like, can I have these tiny cabbages? <laughs> <laughs> they were gross, but I wanted them because they were neat. Um, and then I was wearing this, like, crazy, like, bathing suit, right? It was, like, fuzzy and, like, vintage looking. Well, I was at the mall the other day, And I was with my friend. I was like, is this a bathing suit? And she's like, no, that's a bodysuit. And I was like, shit, this feels like that bathing suit that I had when I was on the set of that movie. Was I wearing a bodysuit the whole time? But then why would a child have a
1: bodysuit? You know what I mean? Oh, I don't understand. What do you mean, like culottes or something?
0: No, 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 no. Like, okay, so like a bodysuit where you like it's like a a bathing suit but not made out of bathing suit material and it like it's like a leotard but like it's a shirt like it's cotton but it's something yeah so it's like a leotard but it's like cotton and then you like wear it like under like pants or something leotards are cotton no no i mean like
1: they're like they can be yeah so it was a leotard (laughs) you're describing a leotard
0: no, 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 no. They're like, they're like fashion. Okay.
1: Well, clearly we're not going yeah, to see eye to eye I don't understand what's this. happening. Um, it's fine. So I've been going to this psychologist, like, uh, for the last, like, two months, I'd say. From the moment I started going to her, I was just like, I don't, this is not good. We don't see eye to eye. You don't understand anything that I'm saying. And, like, a lot of, like, the issues that I have are related to how I'm treated as a disabled person. And she had made a comment to me where I just, like, almost lost my shit. And I was, like, but I've been nice to her, which is weird because usually, like, I'm an asshole. But I'm, like, nice now. And, like, I don't like <laughs> it so much. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying. And um, she basically had said to me one time when I talked about, like, the discrimination that disabled piece- people face and, like, how we're treated. Like, we're less than and, like you know blah 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 whatever and then she said to me do any other disabled people feel this way wow and I yeah I thought that was common knowledge I literally like lost my shit because she was like questioning me and I was like yeah I was like a shit ton of them do I'm like maybe you fucking like talk to any of them you would know that Okay, okay, okay and the ones that don't are like just not saying it because they're being like the fucking dumb little cripples that everybody wants them to be. And like oh you think i'm inspirational thank you so much i'm only alive to make you feel better about yourself because at least you're not me which i have met disabled people like that and i fucking hate them that's ridiculous like why would you do that to us like honestly um so
0: how old is she like do you think it's be it's like a age thing or do you think it's just like a Cause I, cause like I said, I feel like that's mean? like common knowledge. Like, is am I crazy? Like,
1: yeah, that is not common knowledge.
0: You know, it think? doesn't matter how
1: old you are. People are condescending as fuck and treat you like you're worthless when you're disabled. Eh, yeah. I'm like, if that wasn't true, I would have a fucking easier life. Hmm. Um, but she's older. She's probably like older than my mom. Actually, like a little older than my mom. I would say. Ah. Uh. But I keep going to her and like I have an appointment on Wednesday and I just like I feel like I'm wasting my time every time I go there. Um, it's like I feel like I have to appease her and like it's like she explains things to me that I don't like nothing she says is helpful, which has always been the case with psychologists when I go to them because I'm so fucking analytical that like I'm like, yeah, I know. I like, no you know, that makes it sound like I'm like, oh, my God, I know everything um, I do. But uh <laughs> i don't know i just keep going to her for some fucking reason
0: so okay before we move on what i wanted to say is like i feel like i understand where you're coming from um but i'm a big advocate like and i know your situation is different than mine but if you can find someone that you vibe with that is the Mm -hmm. differentiator because i too have gone to like therapy like throughout my whole life I had court order therapy when I was a kid um and I was always like you don't fucking under like why am I going to talk to someone that gets paid to listen to me like that's the biggest crock of shit ever um like you're not going to be able to help me because my situation well as a child I was like my situation is I've got shitty parents like and I'm kind of stuck like that until I'm an adult um but when my brother died uh I got a copy of uh his whole like case report and i was like you know what i might i might snap so maybe while i'm waiting to get that in the mail i should start going to therapy so that i have the tools that i need to really cope with the things that i'm going to read about because like i said before like the situation of his death was like fucked up for lack of a better term um, so I did my research and <laughs> I, I was like, okay, so I'm going to feel more comfortable talking to a dude. So I found a dude. Um, I'm going to feel more comfortable talking to someone that has their PhD. I don't know why I came up with this, but I mean, that's just what that's I felt. Ridiculous. And then I, I know it's ridiculous, but I mean, that's what I did. And I was like trying to be like as honest with myself as I could because I knew that I needed help. And so I, um, you know, you when you're looking for uh, a therapist or whatever, like, they have, like, different things that they, um, like, different topics or situations that they specialize in. So I found one that had taught, actually, like, criminology or something at my school. And he also had um, experience in, like, PTSD and, like, um, like family kind of stuff and I was like okay I want to talk to him and I think he was covered I'm pretty sure he was covered by my insurance I don't remember it was a while ago um, but when I got there I was like there's was this little old man and he had a thick country accent and I was like what the fuck have I done I was like I don't want to talk to this douche like you know what I mean there's that whole negative connotation when you think about like <sighs> southern people but you know so I was just kind of like <laughs> Uh, I'm here, but I will not be coming back. But, you know, after we kind of like broke the ice and started talking, I found like like he was my dude, you know what I mean? And I had never felt that way in a therapy session before. And for whatever reason, we really clicked. And, you know, I saw him for a number of months. And as I got my um, brother's case file and I went through it and he really helped me through that. But I've never experienced anything like that again. So... I mean, maybe, maybe she's not the person for you, but I would still recommend like looking for someone that works Um, for you.
1: I've had copious amounts of uh, psychologists and, um, including one (laughs) that, uh, like coincidentally had adopted, like my dog that used to shit in my room that my mom made us get rid of. Yo Pinta, she's dead now uh but yeah he ended up with her it was like random it was when i was like 13 and like i had just broken my leg and i was like stuck in bed and i was like suicidal and so like they had like they made my mom like get somebody basically the hospital did um or it would be like child abuse or whatever and i was pretty pissed about it because i was like i don't want to fucking talk to this like dumb white guy and i did and um i didn't like him and i was mean to him and i made him cry but anyways (laughs) true story um i was a mean dude i was mean um but the thing is though i don't even remember what i said to him probably you know i can read people so like it's pretty easy to like uh see people's vulnerabilities and attack them because that's what i used to do which is horrible don't do that i don't do that now why am i saying this on a fucking podcast i'm tired that's why But I actually did find a therapist that I loved and like I because I had um, I want a disabled therapist because really like able bodied people like they don't fucking understand at all. They just don't. And I feel like half of the time when I have seen therapists and when I've talked to them about my struggles with how I'm treated as a disabled person, they're completely uncomfortable And it's like I have to make them feel comfortable. And that's why the fuck would I be doing that? And I feel like it's the same with this lady right now. Like I feel like she's really intimidated by me. And so I'm trying to like tone it down. But I don't want to do that. Like why am I playing a character in a therapy session? It doesn't make any fucking sense. But I did find a woman. um, Oh, what I was going to say is I actually went to um, a therapist in a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, great. Like this will be good. It was, it was better because he didn't like discount like my experiences though, but it still wasn't helpful at all. And then I, uh, did a Skype therapy session with this woman named Danielle Shepek and she did a Ted talk that I really liked. And so I contacted her and I did like two therapy sessions with her, but she's really fucking expensive. And so I couldn't, I just can't afford her. Um, but she offers like a discount though. Like if you need it, which is great, but it's still way too expensive. So I really like, I really like talking to her. Like I felt really comfortable and I felt like she really like understood where I was coming from. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: yeah, that's been my only like therapist that I've seen that I've actually felt like heard, I guess, you know, or like that she was interested in what I was saying. Like she wasn't discounting me. And I feel like currently in this, like, situation with the therapist I'm, like, seeing now, she totally discounts me. Like, I feel like it's, like, the whole session is her being, like, it's all in your head, darling. Nobody treats you less than. Yeah. And so it's, like, I hate it so much. Um. And that's, like, a – it's really hard. Like, I have a really – I can't have any sort of relationship in my life where people discount me in that regard. Because there are times when I do – Um make something that it's not what I thought it was. There's definitely been times where I misinterpreted things. Your cat. Aw. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know.
0: I'm sorry. If you guys hear a cat um, meowing, purring, jingling a little bell, making my chair creaky, I'm sorry. It's uh-huh. money, Bruce.
1: My black cat. Go on. Um oh, like I can't have any sort of relationship in my life or I really try to stay away from people who totally discount me because although there are times that I definitely am mistaken, majority of the time I'm being treated like shit. Majority of the time people are being ableist and condescending and completely inappropriate, but for whatever reason they think it's fine because, you know, they're taught that I'm less than. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways.
0: <laughs> so, but if money wasn't an issue, you would totally go back to that other therapist because that's oh, yeah, vibe No, with, I right? really
1: love talking to there's her. There's
0: got to be, like, a cost-effective, like, person that you can vibe with. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> or, or maybe, like, there's, like, some kind of, like, program or, like, nonprofit that, like, matches people with, like, expensive ass cool therapists or if not there should be because that shit is so expensive man. it
1: really is though like that's the other thing too it's like how, people can't get the help that they need i mean like unless you have money for it and that's with like everything and it's really fucking true but also i love how this turned into like let's get jasmine therapy that bitch needs it
0: <laughs> yeah whatever no seriously like there are so many like nonprofits and like so many grants and things that like people don't know about because like they're like smaller whatever but like fucking i'm all about free shit so like yeah you know if anyone wants to have us advertise (laughs) seriously (laughs) seriously
1: um we like free things i would
0: love some fake hair i would love some twinkies dude one time i had a okay this is gonna be really gross um i had a warm pumpkin spice flavored twinkie and i felt like i was eating a mouse and it was really gross so there ew i don't know you ever just like eat something and you're like i don't know if it was like the texture or like the size or the fact that it was kind of squishy like you know ugh i don't want to talk about it but
1: yeah when i was a teenager um i my friends had like dared me to try fish like to see if it would make me lose weight which is like dumb what? I know like they I like start eating I dare you to fish. try this tuna yeah it was like no I was like supposed to like eat fish for like a month or something and so I was like okay I don't even care about fish oh because I'm a vegetarian I should like mention that because otherwise that doesn't make sense um but like so I was like okay it doesn't make
0: sense if we know that either yeah it but does because they were telling me to make eat fish who dares so some- and like why? So who <laughs> dares someone to eat fish for a month that's
1: to lose weight that's like that's stupid go on I'm sorry. Norwegians. Okay. They're fucking boring. No offense, but y'all are boring. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> that actually that actually makes it make more sense now. I don't. <laughs> See? Okay. Um, actually, the person who dared me to was like a person that I hated. So now that I think back to it, I'm like, why was I like? I hated him so much. Um, anyways. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> not gonna name names but um so i had like i ate it i ate like some fish because we had fish all the goddamn time because that's what they eat in norway
0: do they eat swedish fish wait never mind it's norway
1: yeah i'm like (laughs) no they eat norwegian (laughs) fish (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but you know like the candy oh uh i don't Think they I don't think Swedish fish is actually a candy they have. They have candies that are really similar. Is that a candy they have there? I don't know. Um, but they have a lot of candy like very similar to that. Uh but so I had some fish and like this is the first time I've eaten fish since I was like I became a vegetarian at eight and I was probably like sixteen, so it was a long time at the time. God, that wasn't that long thinking now. We've known each other for 17 years. Why are we old? Anyways. Uh it happens. I don't know. So um I ate it and it was so like the texture and stuff was disgusting and I felt like it was like swimming in my mouth and like the thought of the fact that it was used to be alive like just grossed me the fuck out and I just spit it out and I was like you win I'm not eating this shit so that was like a long drawn out description for like such a small um, (laughs) story that like really was not even interesting so I'm sorry. All right. So we have some talking points. Why don't we get to them? So I recently rejoined Tinder (laughs) for this podcast, actually, because I hate it. And it's the worst thing in the world. Um, Being a disabled person on dating apps is literally like asking to be like abused. So uh, (laughs) but I wanted to tell the story. I forgot. I didn't take a screenshot because I didn't know he was going to like delete me that quick. But, um, Damn. next time I'll do it immediately because, you know, um, but so <laughs> I had just like uploaded Tinder again and I guess it could c- connect to my Facebook and the last time I was on it, it wasn't. So it didn't have my like updated shit or whatever. I don't know. But like, so it had like a, like a photo on it and, um, my wheelchair was not in the photo. And so this guy like started messaging me and then, I was like and then I looked at my photos after that and I was like, oh fuck, I don't have like my the picture of my wheelchair in there and the description doesn't have it in there either. And I was like, shit. I'm like this is gonna and the thing is, mind you, I have to be in a particular mental state to be able to like go onto these things and like not like lose my shit. You know what I mean? Like I like I have to be like st- like in a strong mental state of being like, you know what, Jasmine, you're fucking fantastic. Um which is not how I've been feeling lately. So Anyways, uh, so this guy... So what you're saying is you're a glutton for punishment. Oh, my God. Why is this getting so deep? Really, though? I'm like, why? Like, when I went on there, I was like, this is horrible. Like, I can't handle this right now. But I'm doing it for the podcast, so you can see how abused I get. So what had happened was, like, I saw that my fucking profile picture and stuff, like, my wheelchair wasn't in, and I was like, oh, God. And so, like, I messaged him, um... Cause I, I feel like even though I've been having a lot of like depression lately, I still, uh, I don't take things so personally like I used to, and I kind of don't care as much, but, um, so overall that's good. Anyways, I said to the guy, I was like, he's like, Oh, you want to like meet up or whatever? And I was like, um, yeah, sure. I'm down. But I actually like forgot that I didn't have like photos on here and I'd literally just got this tinder back like literally like five minutes ago and um and I just posted the photos like I had just posted them and then I messaged him and I was like I'm actually in a wheelchair but like I'm d- I'm still down to meet up and I was like if you want to meet up still that's cool but if you don't that's fine and then I said but either way please watch this video and then I sent him the Stella Young video of um mm-hmm. The video is literally called, I'm not your inspiration. Thank you very much. It's called, I'm not your inspiration. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to this dude, right? And um, his response was, wow, that was really inspirational. Oh <laughs> he literally God. said that. And then I laughed. And then I said, well, I you know, laugh emoji, whatever. And then I was like, you obviously didn't watch that because – the whole entire video is about how she's not inspirational. And then he said to me, Oh, sorry. haha, <laughs> I'm new with this whole stuff. And then he said, so why are you in a wheelchair? Um, and then I told him I have brittle bones and then he unmatched me and I was like, shit. Cause I didn't get a fucking photo of the fucking, I didn't screenshot that shit. And he unmatched me real quick. And I was like, damn. And I didn't know it actually deleted it. So, uh, when they do that, uh so <laughs> note to self
0: lame but lame
1: yeah so that's like that's like an okay interaction on that sort of thing I've had a lot of interactions where people were like way shittier to me so it was okay you know <clears throat> like what happened with that guy from tinder is like when I told him that I have brittle bones he was like oh she can't fuck and then like he like <laughs> un uh, or deleted me or unmatched me whatever however that works
0: I was going to say that's totally probably mm-hmm. what he thought. So maybe – okay, so I want you to like A, B test this, okay? So like
1: – That's why I'm on <laughs> Tinder's for this podcast. So yes, whatever. I'll do whatever. Tell me what to do.
0: Um. So I want to know if like you'll get further with people if you're just like I have osteogenesis imperfecta or OI or something versus just saying that you have brittle bones because people are like, oh, she's got brittle bones, she can't fuck. When like the reality is um, – she can.
1: <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. But also, like, why would you be on Tinder, like, if you couldn't fuck? Like, what do they think disabled people are stupid? Like, we're just like, oh, this is just a nice website where you just, like, hang out with people. What do you – what? Like, what? I don't – that's what I'm saying, though. Like, everybody knows what Tinder is. It's a hookup website.
0: Was it you – was it you that was telling me about, like, some chick had told, like, a bunch of dudes – Like, that she was going to meet up with them and she was going to have, like, some thing that she had to do. And she ended up inviting, like, a bunch of dudes to, like, some performance because she was, like, an aspiring, like, artist or something. What? No. That's awesome, though. Who the fuck (laughs) told me about this? Am I making it up? I swear to God. Like, yeah. No. And I don't know. Someone told me this. I don't feel like I'm making it up. I don't feel like this was a dream, but, like, yeah, some chick was just, like, told a bunch of dudes, like, hey, meet me at this at this spot. Like, there's going to be, like, live music, and, you know, find me there. And, like, she comes out on stage, and it's just, like, a bunch of dudes that are, like, aw, fuck. That's
1: hilarious and, like, so clever. I want to meet this woman.
0: Actually, I feel like a couple of people have done that. Like, I knew a girl that um, she was – starting at this like she's trying to build up clientele with like this um she's a hairstylist and yeah she she told me that she reached out to a bunch of dudes on tinder and i was like hey man whatever yeah. works and she's like I, I felt so gross doing it but like i'm like nah why not <laughs> fuck it seriously um i think we can talk about was it Jonna Hare hair Har- or
1: johan John- Hari? Har-
0: johan (laughs) johan I think it's
1: johan um (laughs) yeah
0: okay this dude all right this dude wrote a book and he talks about junk values can we can we yeah this is true this dude and we don't know how to say his name he's like
1: we we watched a video it was by matt delia i think his name is um and that guy was fine ew really Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh, see? This is an example of how we do not agree on, like, real guys, but we agree on, like, celebrities. Because he's not a celebrity. He's just a YouTuber. How funny. You didn't think he was cute? He's whatever. I thought he was I don't know. Looking. He's all right. I don't, I don't know. What? Uh, but anyways, he interviewed uh, that guy, the Johan Hari or whatever. And uh, <laughs> this guy was talking about, like, the loneliness epidemic.
0: And he talked about how their um, scientists have identified nine different factors that contribute to anxiety and depression uh, in in us. and two only two of them are genes and brain chemistry. Everything else is stuff that we we can um they're all like um situational. So one thing that really stood out to me was that he pointed out he was like, you know, Like, our ancestors that were on the, you know, the land in Africa, like, when we started walking on two legs, whatever, way back in the day, Um, they weren't bigger than the animals. They weren't necessarily, like, stronger than the bigger animals, but the thing that, what our species did is we banded together. So, banding together and being a tribe was the thing that we did differently than all the other species, and that's what made us survive to date, and now... Everything that we're doing in society is taking us away from that initial thing that satisfied us and that um, kept us going.
1: So Well, because back in the day, like, we were in tribes. And so we just, like, had a sense of community because everybody worked together, like you just said, to, like, survive. And so in working together inherently, you care for one another because you're literally helping each other live. So what we lack now... Is a community, like real communities. And we're very separated. And this is a totally intentional thing by the powers that be, in my personal opinion. But that's why we're so encouraged to um like pursue what doesn't matter, pursue things that make you feel empty. I mean, like, how many stories have we heard of people who have like had the epitome of success, were at the top of their game, at the top of their fields everything they wanted and they were more miserable than they'd ever been before. And it's because they're lacking like the basic, like human connection that we all strive for. And I personally, I mean, and the thing is too, there's such a stigma around admitting that you are lonely because it makes you feel ostracized because we're such like a social, we're so social as humans that if you have a lack of community, a lack of people in your life who really care about you then people think there's something wrong with you i feel like that's why people don't really talk about loneliness because then you're admitting that you should like you deserve it somehow you know that's really
0: interesting and you know what they're describing i feel like and maybe it's just because i live in the south i was like shit you know people are seeking this stuff out they're talking about church yeah they're talking yes. about church and like i and and i am not about like organized religion i it is not my thing i consider myself spiritual um but i do see some of the good things that come out of church not necess- like it's not all inherently bad there are some bad things about organized religion but there are a lot of good qualities that church has for people like a sense of community having that tribe um yeah in my own personal life I have um you know been a part like been a really big um advocate for being a part of professional organizations and going to meetups and now that I've been doing it for a while and I actually started one of my own here in town I'm starting to feel more acclimated to the community and while I'm not like super close with everyone that I've met I feel comfortable enough talking to them and seeing them in this capacity like and like like being a part of their ebb and flow that I feel like I kind of have a tribe Uh, kind of
1: (laughs) and like those are acquaintances so yeah but like
0: but but see but we have things that like bring us together is what I'm saying
1: yeah but that's like like not the whole and thing he's talking about is, like, a lack of, like, meaningful relationships. That's not a meaningful relationship. That person's not going to, like, come and get you at 2 o'clock in the morning if you, like, are... That's, you know okay, what I mean? That's like, true. who's going to get you is your mom or, like, Ed. So, like... If, if anyone <laughs> can wake <laughs> him up. Uh, well, he is a fat nerd, so... Uh,
0: you know, people are gonna get us for body shaming if we keep saying
1: fat with that Do negative Do you know that, like, we are both fat, so there's that. And secondly,
0: we're taking back and the word. Also,
1: secondly, people, this like PC culture is fucking ridiculous. You can't joke about anything at all. Like, that's what jokes are. You're making fun of people and things. That's how it fucking works. So, but yeah, um, oh. if we were like skinny people, <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we love skinny <laughs> people here at Cripple and Baldy. Cause she's cripple and I'm bald. Yeah. And that's our theme song. There it is. Oh my god, we just made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it sounded kinda like the Brady Bunch. I mean, are we gonna get sued? We
1: are we going? Money? We need to find a clip of Keisha in the Brady Bunch. That is the next goal. Oh my god oh my god you are my hollywood star baby i want to tell you okay so
0: one of the places i worked they were like building up facts about our team right and i was like well i sat on george clooney's lap when i was a child and everyone lost their fucking minds
1: that sounds creepy but yeah yeah (laughs) i know
0: right um (laughs) but everyone lost their fucking minds and so i guess like er is on hulu now so one of my coworkers found me <gasps> the episode no! that I'm on. Yeah. Oh, my God. And was like, is this you? And I was like, ah.
1: You want to see it? Where is it? Send it to me. But OK, so there is this woman on um, Instagram. And her name is. uh, Rap- wait, What the hell is her name? Rapunzel. Wheelchair Rapunzel.
0: Yeah, that's what she calls herself.
1: I don't know what her real name is. Yeah. She has, like, a lot of, like, really cool shirts that she sells, which I love. Like, her whole thing is um, body positivity. And, like, um, she's disabled. And she does a lot of, like, photos of herself, like, uh, with, like, her top off and, like, sexy poses and stuff. And I think it's fucking fantastic because she's sexualizing the disabled body. But also, when I watch her, like, do that stuff, it, like... (laughs) <laughs> brings up my own fucking insecurities about my disabled body so um yeah yeah I remember
0: like when you went to Coachella one year and you were like wearing like a bikini top and I was like why are you wearing that and I didn't realize like how that how you probably took it like knowing what I know now it was more like I wouldn't wear that why, why are you wearing that
1: you know what I mean? Um, I don't remember you saying that, but you're a fucking bitch. You were what like. What the hell? <laughs> you were so offended. Now I am you offended. Were so offended. I looked cute you in that. You were offended
0: then too. I looked. You, I mean, like you did, but I, but I was like, my whole thing was like, I would not have thought to wear that. I would not wear that. Why are you wearing that? I'm a little bit like, I keep myself covered.
1: Okay. Right? I keep myself covered too. And that was still very covered. Wearing a bikini top is covered. Yeah, I was wearing a bikini top with a fucking dress. I wasn't just wearing a bikini top. Oh. I would never let oh. my belly stick out. Are you kidding? And I was thin then. Okay? Well, I wasn't thin. But I wasn't fat. <laughs> um, yeah, I would never do that. Ever. My belly? No fucking way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Fuck no. I
0: show the top part of my belly. I won't show, like, the bottom part.
1: Um. Yeah. I would never – that's the whole thing, though, about this girl, like, showing her body is, like, Mm -hmm. when – like, depending on your disability. The other thing with Allie Stroker, which we talked about on our last podcast, but she's the woman who was on Broadway. And we were talking about how she's, like, like ideal-looking as a disabled person. And she is someone who uh, was born normal and then, like, paralyzed, I believe. So her body is, like, of an average person. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have any, like, twists or anything, like, any sort of, like, deformity on her body at all. So, um, yeah, that's another thing <laughs> with her. Because she's, like, more normal-looking um, than a lot of disabled people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I have deformities. Like, my arms are, like, you know, I have, like, they're kind of bent and stuff. And, like, my legs. Like, because that's just what happens when you're born with um, brittle bones. <laughs> um, So, but this girl has, like, really cool shirts and shit that she sells she has one that says you're cute for someone in a wheelchair thank you next and i love that (laughs) um and then she has another one that says uh are you even inclusive bro but i love the i love the inclusive i love the are you and are you even inclusive bro because um i feel like i've experienced a lot of people who would consider themselves to be open not being open to disabled people and being very condescending and treating us like we're other and stuff. I've come encounter with that like a lot. <laughs> so when I saw that t-shirt, I was like, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, her whole, oh, the other thing is too, oh, this is what I wanted to mention. I was like looking at her comments um, on one of her posts the other day and like she had written like, uh, I don't know, she posted, it was like, a photo with her top off and um then she said ask me questions or whatever and then this guy asked her are you a virgin? What? That's what you fucking asked her. Okay. Are you
0: fucking kidding me?
1: E- no. <laughs> and so I read the whole like thread and then like um she responded with Don't you think that's like a really personal question? And then he said well uh oh oh, no and a different guy was like oh well like you said that he can ask you any question i don't think that's unreasonable and then the guy was like yeah uh i'm just i just want to know like why what's the problem why why can't you answer the question and then a bunch of people were defending her thank god um and uh they were just like that's so inappropriate and so rude but like there was like a few people on there being like no she should answer the question like what's the problem And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like how fucking like, first of all, you asking like a 25 year old woman that question, you wouldn't ask a 25 year old woman that question if she wasn't disabled. You know, you wouldn't ask that because what uh, what would be the reason for you asking that? It would only be if she gave you some form of information that made you like think that. Um, But that's another like example of people being like extremely invasive, invasive to disabled people and their bodies um so yeah i don't understand like
0: why why you would ask that you know what i mean
1: yeah i know it's ridiculous like, what does
0: that have to do with anything
1: i know it doesn't it's just this person like being curious about it and the thing is too the guy is a wheelchair user who asked her that question and i thought what the fuck like why when i see other disabled people being like Shitty and saying like ableist to shit to disabled people. I'm like, you know, you're disabled, right? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, I feel I would like to say though that like the like things that I've seen disabled women specifically um post and like make videos about and like podcasts and just like different things and non dis and like. Like I said, I there's um, a podcaster named Andrew Gerza who I really um, admire a lot for like... Wh- but so Andrew Gerza is a... Um, he has a podcast called Disability After Dark and it focuses on um, disability and sexuality. And what he's trying to do basically is like showcase like that disabled people are sexual. And he made a cartoon or like he got a drawing. I don't know, like computer illustration. Drawing. Yeah, okay. Um, he got that done of... Um, him, like, wearing a harness. What did you say it was called?
0: Yeah, a leather harness. Yes, yeah.
1: a leather harness.
0: Do you even BDSM, bro?
1: Yeah, I don't, because um, I'm brittle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aww. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like, fuck that shit. If anybody's ever into that, I'm like, oh, my God. Um, like, you do you, but I break. Uh, so, anyways, he um, he had a illustration made of him like in his like BDSM harness with like a he- his huge like cock. I mean, it was a like cartoon, but it was like just like this guy in a power wheelchair with like a fucking huge cock. Um and when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, he is my fucking idol." And literally like the things that he posts all the time, he's just so fucking vulnerable that it's like terrifying <laughs> for me <laughs> who doesn't want to be vulnerable. But it's also, like, so empowering for, like, so many disabled people, including me. And, like, I feel like if I hadn't have, like, encountered him and, like, the shit that he does and what he says and how he just, like, puts everything out there. Because he's really, like, he's really just, like, I'm deserving. I, I deserve, like, to exist in this world and be involved and be a person, like, in every way. Like, I I, I matter. And, like, he just puts himself out there so much. Um, it's like amazing. And honestly, like the, because of the people that I've seen lately in the past few years, like on social media and stuff, um, doing, putting themselves out there with their vulnerability and like their experiences as a disabled person and stuff, it has inspired me. And that's like a trigger word for all disabled people, but I mean it in the actual way that you would use the word inspiring, which is, um, not condescending, uh but they've made me want to like
0: something it's like a call to action
1: yeah um because they're like it makes me be like I want to be involved in the conversation because I think this is really important and a lot of people don't talk about it and like so the more people that have been brave and talk about things that freak me out it's made me talk about it like what I'm talking about right now is something that I wouldn't have done like even two years ago you know so I know <laughs> yeah you do um but that's the thing though is like he's still out there he literally he's just so fucking ridiculously sexual and like so open with like all of his desires, and he doesn't give a shit and he just keeps doing it and he just keeps talking about it and I, I was, wish
0: I felt that fucking secure about that kind of shit I'm
1: like it's really hard for me to talk about that that's the thing though, too is it's like a, it's It's so extra like vulnerable that he is than like an average person because when you're disabled, you're told that you're not sexual, that you don't, you're not worthy of love and you don't deserve to like do, be anything or like do anything like you're worthless. So like when he's putting that out there, he's getting so much hate from a lot of able bodied people that are being like, that's gross and you're wrong and da da da. But he keeps pushing on, you know, he keeps doing it regardless and that's amazing, because that's hard.
0: Yeah, no, that's um.
1: You're you're absolutely right.
0: Like, it's got to be really hard to consistently like do that when you're receiving that much like backlash from it. For my senior thesis project in college, I, uh, the, my um. W- my body of work that I created because I had a BFA, so I had to create things. It had to do with ableism and I interviewed a bunch of um, disabled persons and one of the girls that I disabled, I mean,
1: (laughs) I did not disable her.
0: (laughs) One of the girls that I interviewed, um, I guess I'm kind of a prude. I did not realize that I am such a prude. I try not to be, but I guess I am, whatever. Um, But she was just like talking about, she's like, you need to talk about, disabled people and sex and relationships and i was like horrified that she wanted me to talk about sex in a school project but like i guess i didn't understand at that point in time like it wasn't it was more about like the disabled experience with how society like deals with their sexuality and i was so like oh my god sex which i mean i was in college i shouldn't have been that way but whatever
1: yeah she is right though she definitely has a point (laughs) she's passed away (laughs) i hope she had a lot of sex before she left
0: i'm gonna say
1: probably well good um yeah so i have a story my friend had come um, down to San Diego with um, a few of her friends because they were from LA and they wanted to party in San Diego, which is like doesn't make sense. Because I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> but uh, whatever. So they came down to San Diego and we went to, I think we went to OB. I don't know some beach area where there's bars. And so I had, um, I was dancing, whatever, just like hanging out at the bar and like I was pretty drunk. But the, this guy started dancing with me and he was like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Whatever, you know, he was drunk. So like in that moment, I guess like he was okay with <laughs> the thought of fucking a crippled girl. He, I gave him my number and then like he texted me when I was in my Uber on the way home. Um, and he was like, where'd you go? He's like, I thought we were going to make out and da, da, da. And he was like, let's hang out again and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, totally and then the next day, like I messaged him and I was like, hey, do you want to hang out? And he was like, um, I don't know. Um, I'll see if I have any time. Uh, I'm really busy because he's like a he was like, a, oh, my God. I know he was like a sushi chef. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I know those hours of sushi chefing are crazy. Um, but so basically he was just like, you know, blowing me off. And so I took it as like I took it really hard because I used to take things that people said to me, like, as if it was true. Like when someone would reject me, which is constantly in every fucking way, you know, not just in that way, just in every goddamn way. Um, I used to like take it really hard because I would think that like what they said meant that it was like true, like that their words were true. And the more times people told me the things that I feared were true, the more I fucking believed it. So, like, when that had happened, I felt horrible, and I was like, "Oh my God, like everybody thinks I'm disgusting and I'm so worthless and all this shit. Why am I talking about this <laughs> on a podcast? Um, uh, <laughs> so, because I'm trying to be vulnerable, I'm trying to be in the conversation. I am sharing my experiences. So anyways, um, then about like, I'm gonna say a month later, I had deleted his number and everything, right? Of course, I got a text message. <laughs> And it said, Hey, what's up? And I said, Who is this? And then he said, um, who is this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. And I was like, What? And I said, I don't know. You were the one who texted me. And then he was like, um, he was like, Oh, have you like been to uh do you go to like this bar in OB or whatever? and uh i was like oh and then i was like oh it's that guy because i never go to ob like i only went there because my friend came and like they wanted to go there so i was like or it was pacific beach i don't know one of the beaches in san diego where there's a bunch of like seedy bars um so then i was like oh okay it's that one guy whatever so then i just like ignored him after that after i figured out it was him and then he messaged me like a few days later and he was like hey did you figure out um where I know you from yet. (laughs) And I was like, and then I obviously just like ignored him, but I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Like, so what had happened was when he was drunk, he thought I was cute. And then he wasn't drunk anymore. And then he was like, oh, but she's crippled and like they're worthless and that's gross. And I could never be seen with a crippled and or whatever the fuck he was doing in his mind. And then like a month later, he isn't getting laid and he's desperate, so he messages the cripple girl, like being like, oh, she'll want me.
0: Uh, that's totally what fucking happened. That's exactly what fucking happened. Fuck that guy. People are trash. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. That's <laughs> exactly how I Our music is from Lizzo. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or on our website, crippleandbaldi.com.
1: Thank you. That's exactly off this phone.